Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions. Real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Yep, yep, ghetto boys is back and reloaded. All in your mind, yeah, now deep throated. This is for the streets, the real, the railroaded. The disenfranchised, the truth, the scapegoated. And they know it, we speak the truth, so they quote it. Cause we wrote it, the north, south, the east coast. It's the GB knocking, we keeping your head bobbing. It ain't no stopping. And once the beat drops in, violins, the system is so corrupt. They throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us. It's GB. Don't get it twisted, on cold and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. It's Willie D, y'all. Scarface is in the building. Collectively, we are the Ghetto Boys. Reloaded. Reloaded with another episode of information and instructions to help you navigate through this wild, crazy, beautiful world. In the studio, Teslin Figaro. <laughs> What's up, Tess? Glad to be here with the audience. What's happening, man. homie? T- I'm going to get it out of the way. Yeah. You are perhaps the greatest political commentator of our time. Wow. Of our time? Of our time. That's and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell, And I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why I feel that way. Uh, you are nonpartisan in, in your own words. You don't give a damn about the Democrats or the Republicans. And you call it like you see it. When the Republicans get it right, you acknowledge it. You praise them. When the Democrats get it right, you acknowledge them, you praise them. When they get it wrong, you go in on them and you go in on the Republicans when they get it wrong. That's what makes me think. That's what makes me, and it's not just going in. It's the way you articulate your message. You're very knowledgeable Mm. and you know what you're talking about and can't nobody, I, I have not seen anybody fuck with you at all. In fact, I see a lot of your contemporaries when they're chairing the panel with you in awe. Mm-hmm. Wow, really? What, yeah, where did that come from? Wow. That's amazing. Well, thank you. Um, that's an honor. Uh, first of all, glad to be here. I feel like I'm at church giving honor to God, to the pastor, <laughs> to the face mob, Willie D, ghetto voice. Um, but no, it's an honor. Um, and and I don't take that lightly. I'm, I'm humbled by that because... When you ask what it what it comes from, it really comes from just 
being an MC on the mic. You know, I would have never thought, do I need to freestyle? No, to, go, go, okay. no, no man. I, no, we got to take advantage of that. Let, yeah. let, let me hear the freestyle. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be busted. Yeah. I don't want to be busted. I want to hear the freestyle. Yeah, no, it's. Did you rap for real though? Yeah, yeah. I really. What did. was your rap name? Well, technically, in the fifth grade, it was Luscious and Precious. That didn't really count. And then I was called Luscious. Sugar Tea after my sugar big tea. sister, Sugar Tea. Okay. The real Sugar the Tea. Real sugar then tea. I thought I was Lil' Kim. Look at faces. <laughs> I thought I was Lil' Kim. But, you know, we grew up in that era where it was about the microphone. You know, when you right. when you, when you hear, I never thought that hip-hop would take me this far. Yeah. I never thought that politics would take me this far. Like, to literally be sitting down with so legends. Now, like, now you see why I fight so hard to get into the... The political realm Absolutely. Yeah. It's a natural transition. Yes, it um, is. When you talk about politics and you talk about what we fight for, what we stand for, what we believe in, it really comes from the same thing that we rap about, the Man, same you know thing what? that we talk about. I heard I heard the craziest thing today. And it came from it came from somebody a, a higher up. I can't say no names because I'm I can't. Like he told me don't say nothing about it. But a very higher up told me that another higher up was like, we don't even, a Republican, like we don't even, you know, uh, 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 solicit y'all vote. We don't even want y'all vote. And if we, you know, we, we don't, we don't, we, you, you can move to our neighborhoods, but we don't want you there. And I was like, God damn, really? Like they, regardless if we was Republican or, or, or whatever, they don't want us around. They don't want us with them. They will not put us down. Like they won't put us in. Like I'm like, God damn. And I and I was under the impression that if you was a black Republican, you were welcome in the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. You black, they don't want you in there, period. They don't even want your vote. They don't even come to your neighborhood and ask you for your vote. Have you ever noticed this? Absolutely. Like uh, all the white Democrats that come in, they go in the black churches. They know they got us, they know they got us pent. Yeah. But the Republicans don't. Yeah, I have a I have a more than a few conservative friends that really push. I call grassroots and then concrete roots. You mm-hmm. know, there's grassroots where the grass tops, the NAACP, the Urban League. And then I created my own concept, concrete roots that comes from pox. You know, the rows that grew from concrete, okay. the street street, the, the, the street ground. level, yeah, yeah. Um, which is deeper than the grass. You know, really getting down to the authenticity of what hip hop stands for. When you really look at what hip hop stands for. And I remember years ago when everybody thought it was a game and they made fun of me in Florida because I said nobody ever put hip hop in this. We got enough rap labels. Now we need districts with constituents. The idea of really bringing hip hop, the story that it tells into the fold and then taking that and making it constituent so that people can vote for people like you and people like you that really understand where it is we come from. And how do you change that? Because everything in hip hop is talking about our current conditions, what conditions we want. Talks about the Second Amendment, the right to carry, talks about getting paper, capitalism, talks about all of the things which lean moderate and right, actually, when you really think about hip hop, but still having a conscious of loving our own people and having social issues that matter. Hip hop is a direct correlation to what politics should be. So not only do Republicans fear that, but Democrats fear that as well. I remember when you were running and you and I met. Yeah. And we, yeah. And I said, you got to let face be face. Like he gotta, they have to know. It's like, well, it's Brad. He gotta be there. No, 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 no. No, I'm gonna be my. Yeah, it gotta be be face because everything that you talk about, everything that you exemplify, when you say, damn, it feel good to be a gangster. That's what Putin is doing right now. uh, You see what he did? Yeah, like on some gangster shit. On some gangster shit? Yeah, so if we include that, 
then there's more voices for people like us that say, you know, I got a place in this. It's not as complicated as people think. And so when you to answer a question where you got that from, I got it from this microphone. My it wasn't that I set out to be a rapper. I won the little remember when Sprite had the contest when they were doing the Sprite Eye contest. I won that. Hey, okay, I get my little credit. <laughs> I won that. I won the R&B contest with public announcement. But it wasn't in me to keep pushing you, the music thing. Was hard, though? I was kind of hard. I'm a little bit hard. I mean, that's what makes me so good in, poly, in commentary. Oh, yeah. You know, for real now. now it really hard. is. Yeah, yeah it's the real. freestyle. It's the gift of the freestyle. People say, well, how do you know what to... I, I certainly can't predict what my opponent will say. I don't get my topics until I'm literally an hour before I'm on the air. Okay. So it's the ability to freestyle. It's mm. the ability of rocking this mic. It's the same thing. No um, so... When it comes from when when you say how did you get that way is being auth- authentic of who I really am and what mm-hmm. I believe in and mm-hmm. everything that I that I grew up and and really communicating that it's the MC it's the microphone commander I just bring it to the political space and I you can't it. fake that shit face no, like it's a lot of people in the commentary space oh I'm hip hop I'm hip hop they can love the music but did you really live it like when 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 the Super Bowl happened and like niggas from the street really understand like what it mean to see Dre on the stage and Snoop on the stage like, it was incredible, Mary right? J. Blige on the stage if you, you like know, like to really live that to know what it mean to get some stitches in your we, face we I got do. some we yeah. got some we got some heat behind that you yeah. know that right yeah. people were yeah. mad at that at Dre and Mary yeah. J. Blige and 50 was on yeah. there I'm sure I'm like damn but it was How a celebration you? for those that lived that life lived you know, that, I yeah. saw a lot of people you know, putting on their dickies and doing whatever yeah. and in the cliche of it all, which is cool. But there's a different it's a different level to that to really say, OK, we can make it. We can go that far. The issue with the NBA, uh, with the NFL separate and apart. But to really see the streets, to see somebody who's been shot five times on the stage mm-hmm. and make it to be able to tell the story mm-hmm. and then to see East and West together, you know, in the night that wouldn't have never happened. Mm-hmm. So that's what I try to bring to politics, just who I am. The bag is really, to be honest, if I wanted to get the bag, it's quite simple to do. All I got to do is go be a conservative. I'm on Fox News. All I got to do is talk about black on black crime and Chicago and I'll get the bag. It's been offered to me several times. If I wanted to be a Democrat shield, and just fight for the Democrats. That bag is there, too. But I've always just been true to who I am and my character um, and really speak truth to power. And, and I want I want the hood involved in a way where where they haven't seen themselves mm. um, to know that there's opportunity there for you too. the politics is set up just like. Bloods and Crips and the OG and the BG and the YG and how you run the trap. The trap is the precinct, the work, the dope, the whole thing. Like it's literally laid out exactly how you run a set. And so my my biggest thing is even when I talk to my homies in Inglewood, when you have the SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, if y'all niggas can organize Inglewood family like the Electoral College and get it all over this country, what's the difference between you doing that? And getting contracts at the SoFi Stadium and getting mm-hmm. paper. So I'm I'm really about trying to, you know, be that voice. And it's not a gimmick. It's, it's really who I am. But mm-hmm. I still mix in, you know, I got a couple of degrees and got a little bit of sense. I got but I try to mix you. that in. Why hasn't the anti-lynching bill been passed? Why? And tell me this. Because I know you know. Like when the Asian hate bill came out, that was immediate. Yeah. Why? 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 Why is it? Why? Why are they waiting so long to address the issues with Black America? Well, it's, and they move so quickly on the other America. It's the lack of pressure. 
Um, my my motto, my 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 uh, mantra is push the line politics until something happens. This is another reason why I want the streets so involved. We need more people that have nothing to lose, that can push the line in a way that we've never seen before. Do we need more people that don't got nothing to lose in office, though? Absolutely. That's what we need more than Absolutely. anything. We need somebody to push that button. Absolutely. Yeah. We need the whole. It's not even just the candidate, even the operative. I was a candidate for like three months and I said, OK, that's not for me. We need operatives. We need trainers. We need people. My favorite candidate, uh, Commissioner Regina Hill in Orlando, Florida, she mm. was arrested 21 times. Yeah, but Cocaine she, she didn't give a damn. Didn't give a damn. I one first <laughs> one straight out the gate. That's what we need. But what, what did she do for her city, though? What does she do now? I mean, what did she do? I mean, did she? She was involved in the community, but she didn't come from the political space. She was first time candidate. She ran against a 16 year incumbent. Nobody believed it was literally her and about two or three of us. We ran on a couple thousand dollars, ran against an attorney, 16 year incumbent. But she was true to the game. She was true to who she was. She's what made me understand that Trump was coming. She won in 2014. It was her that made me say, "Okay, something on the ground. There's a groundswell happening, a populist movement that's saying, "Okay, we done seen what y'all did. Let's let some other folks in here that 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 truly have a nothing to lose attitude that's willing to push a line in an area um, that others have not. That's why Trump won. Trump had no intention of winning. He didn't give Uh, a fuck. Black people have Mm -hmm. been pushing the line for a long time and. There are a lot of disgruntled voters out there mm-hmm. that are black, and they're like, "Hey, man, I'm tired of voting for these Negroes who, and they get in, and they don't do anything. They just they act just like everybody else. They promise, make these promises, and then they break them, they break them, they break them. There aren't a lot of people, even right here in Houston, that you can talk to, and you will talk, you'll tell that, that would tell you that." My quality of life is better because I have this person as a city councilman, mm-hmm. a woman. Mm-hmm. I have this true. person as a council, uh, a, a congressman or a congresswoman. Judge, yeah, true. You know, true, true. So, but you know what, Willie? But, but hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to make this point. How do you get people who ha- who have given up on the voting process to get back in? How do you get them like involved again? They need to run. You know, I, I talk about I'm a, I'm a political contributor on Black News Channel, and I say all the time, we're not going to chase them, we replace them. Trying to get people to believe in something that they don't identify with, is it just makes no sense. We need to have people run on, give a damn what it's for, precinct chair, mm-hmm. uh, commissioner, mm-hmm. uh Party chair, whatever the fuck it is, dog catcher, people that can literally identify. I tell MC8 all the time, homie, why don't you go run for Compton mayor? Sylvia, no, why don't you go around for compliment? Fuck, it ain't got nothing to lose. Let's just see. You you, you deal with thousands and thousands of kids every month. How can we turn those children's parents into voters? When you really look at the numbers and you look at how many people actually go to the polls, which is just a couple of thousand people. I mean, you can flip an election between 500 people, 1,000 people. That's your high school class. That's your just the homies in the hood. So they have to first identify with somebody that speaks their language. You're trying to go to a foreign country and speak a language that they don't understand. They don't see themselves in that position. Once you start explaining, you, I explained, I wasn't joking when I was some of the electoral college. I explained the, to the blood, and I know Houston's different because I know y'all deal in wards and different things like that. I come from Midwest. 
which ran offense for the West Coast. So it was very much, you know, gang related. I grew up in a pilot neighborhood. Shout out to North Highland. Yeah, shout out to North Highland. Oklahoma I grew City, up in, what up, what I grew up? up in a blood territory. And when I break down to people, like the electoral college is literally like Inglewood family. When I'm explaining to the homies, like, okay, you know how the big homie, that generation may not have a lot of people. But they have more power than the young homies that may have thousands and thousands. That's the electoral college. And the homies be like, oh, OK, I get what you're saying. When you explain it in a certain way, you explain that, OK, the governor is the OG, that the state rep is, you know, the YG, that the the, uh, the state senator is the YG, that the, uh, the, well, the state senator is the YG, the state rep is the BG. When you explain that to people in a way, okay, I get it. They understand organizing power. Okay. And I'm not saying that's the only, you know, the only angle to it, because I talk all demographics across the board. And I remember the homies would be like, why do you talk to me that way? Like, that's the only thing I can understand. I said, no, it's not that it's the only thing that you can understand. I'm trying to explain that you, explain to you that you've been doing this gangster shit all along. You've been organizing all along. If you can organize a ward, a third ward, or get one group of people on board to do something for the negative, why not can we switch that and get the positive? And it makes sense. You elect your sheriff. You elect your city council. You elect the people that decide should a basketball court go there? Should an after school program go there? Should the police not be as hot on your block because you actually elect the sheriff? So when you explain True. that and have conversations and you don't have operatives in the game that say, no, 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 don't don't say that, Willie. No, no, no. Don't say that, Scarface. Do this, do that. Then now we start to make change. And that's what they fear. I'm going to do a training all over the country with the HBCUs to the hood. Mm -hmm. They fear those two demographics coming together and saying, how can we you know, learn from each other. How can we move? I was a veteran in the Air Force. You can't have a war without the Army, the Air Force, the Navy, the Marines. Everybody has a role to play. Mm -hmm. And if we start understanding that role and say, no, let's let face go up and say this or that. But then it got to be a Tesla in the background that's going to know how to move that weight, too. It's all about moving weight, politics, power, money, the whole nine. That's why you see sex in politics. You see powder in politics. You see the dope in politics. You see the power in politics, everything from pussy politics, pimping, pastoring. All of it is in politics. Mm. And they don't want us to get it <laughs> and the homies to get it because the same homies that was willing to die for that flag. Imagine. If they take that same militia mentality and say, I'm willing to die for mine, it's a whole new level of the game that they honestly just don't want us to have, whether it be Republicans or Democrat. I think that our 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 um, voters are should be disappointed in themselves because they think or they figure that the vote when after you vote and your and your your man get in that the fight stop. No, that's when the fight starts. Because if you vote Willie in and you don't hold Willie's feet to the fire, then Willie can get in there and do what he want to do. It doesn't stop at the vote. And that should be another. Man, you should have used somebody named like Kanye for some shit like that. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm, a, I'm I'm for the people already. So that's automatic. I'm going to do what the people <laughs> need. You an the, example? I'm going to do automatically what the people need, need done. Really? You did? Yes, sir. Relax, man. But look at how we... I use analogies a lot <laughs> so people can get it. When you say that's when the fight starts, think about how we manage our personal relationships. Be it black women. I can speak being a black woman. When we talk about the black woman being the backbone, quote unquote, of the Democrat Party. How hard do black women go for men that don't give them back what they should? So it's the same in our men. Some, some, when you the booty call... Some black women go Some black hard. women. 
folks. Men that don't give a minute. But man. overall, black women, just in general, and this is not a gender, you know, war thing, but overall, when you look at the numbers, when you look at what we get out of the relationship, that same mentality transfers over to voting. So I'll give you to be a clear example. When black women constantly save in America and they brag about it, oh, look, the black women saved America, they this and that. And I tell them, hey, sis, stop saying that shit. Ain't nothing cool about being the mistress. You saved Virginia <laughs> and what the fuck did you get out of it? Hmm. So it ain't no different than when that nigga come by at 2 a.m. in the morning and he gets some ass and you roll on and you talk that shit all girl next time when he come by, he know he already know what it is. Politics understands action just like a man and a woman, a female and male relationship. Action. So until we start understanding the act, when you say when you get into the relationship, that's when the fight begins. Think about in our relationships that we get into, even with, we, with each other, we let our guards down. Oh, OK, I got that nigga now. So I don't have to keep myself up. I don't have to remember on cater to you when she said I still look good. I still when you tap me on my shoulder, that's, I still turn over. I still yeah. look good. I'm still putting in the work. The reason why Beyonce, the uh, reason why Destiny's Child, and that was Kelly's verse that did that, was able to highlight that because even in relationships, you stop doing the work. And so people have to understand that voting is a relationship. If I, if you and I get together and I say, well, now you my man, now I'm supposed to get on you harder. The most, the natural reaction is, what the fuck you got me now? Why are you tripping? So mm -hmm. people's voting has to, it's the same thing. So I'm not surprised when I see how that's why I always do my thing when I talk about politics, politicians, uh, uh, politicians, pimps and pastors. It's the same talk game. And so we have to understand that relationship start. You have to keep me. So when I ask a, a group of folks, black men, black women, why are you not making these Democrats work harder for you? And then I look at how they man treat them, how they woman treat them. You don't require nothing from your woman. You don't have no boundaries. She can say, do whatever, as long as she give you some. We shouldn't be confused on why this shit translates into power. It's the same thing. Pussy in politics, baby. Same thing. Ain't no I difference. I remember when Trump was in, in office. Penis, by the way. When you know Trump, I'm trying when, to get this sex conversation yeah. popping up. I'm doing my business. When Trump was in office, one thing that I, I paid attention to is every time he got off code, they they smacked his ass immediately and he would retract like almost within just 24 hour period, 24 to 48 hours. He was back on the apology trail like uh, and and apology that, trail. That, that was that was that was oh that was. There were bad people on both sides. First, he said, oh, that was horrible. And you know somebody got in his ear and say, hey, don't forget where you come from. Don't forget who put you in there. Yeah. Because we will take you out just like we put you in. And they publicly and, say it. But yeah. you know what the difference is? The Republican Party is in the 1990s, the Bloods. Literally, red Republicans, discipline. How is it that Inglewood in the 90s were able to maintain surrounded by nothing but Crips? Nothing but Crips. Happened to be blue. Remember in the 90s, Crips killed Crips. In the 90s, Bloods didn't kill Bloods. That's why they, they do now. But in the 90s, they had a unity that was so strong. It was against code. It was pushing the line no matter what. Right, wrong, or indifferent. That's why Republicans are the minority in this country. But the way they push the line, they DP. They DP their own folks. They discipline their own folks. Mm. Where Democrats say, oh, no, we don't want to say nothing. We don't want to whatever. If we look at just right now, trending topics right now, when you look at CMAC, crip, discipline, get your ass beat in front of everybody. That's how it goes down, nigga. You don't get to say anything or be anything. It don't matter how long ago it was. You get discipline. That's how Trump moves. That's why when I said he was a gangster, everybody, oh, you praising Trump. Because, you know, these kids now think gangster is a 
When I say gangster, I mean you really a gangster. They think gangster means like shoot a somebody. good thing. I or, shoot somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, they think it's like no. me praising him. I'm praising. I'm calling for what it is. I'm appraising. Yeah, I, I just he, call he was a real gangster. He did. He did whatever the fuck he wanted to do. You don't have to. He did whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Whenever the fuck he wanted Trump, to do it. Trump was a hoe. You know what I'm talking okay. about? I said it and I meant it. I'm here to represent it. And guess all right, what? All right. I never apologize. Yeah. You see, that's one thing you ain't going to get out of me. I'm, no, I'm, not finna, no I'm not I'm not finna straddle the fence either. Trump was a hoe and he still is a hoe. What about and, Biden? And, and, what and about Biden? Biden a hoe too. Okay, good. Biden a hoe right. too. But I'm, I'm, you know, I have a special disdain, disdain for, uh, for Trump. Because, Why? Because... And this is not this is not me saying you know uh, oh I I love Barack Obama or anything but Barack Obama still does represent blackness so when you see Barack Obama you see a black man Donald Trump had never publicly attacked a president until we got the first black president in office and he said yo let me see your birth certificate he ain't never asked so nobody else ask for, hold on he never asked another president Fine. any of those type of questions he's never drilled anybody and stayed on and stayed on the president's ass for an entire eight years and still and, and then another four years while he was in office so that was personal to me because in his mind he's like yo we can let you be mayor you can be a chief of police you can be a governor you can be anything you want to but you're not finna be the 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 the, the commander in chief and that was my pro that's my problem with that dude okay so you are just you just fuck him, fuck him because he's a racist, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much all racist. Well, you should fucking fuck all of them then, because I, I, at I some point, no, 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 okay, no, 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 no. All you know how you can hold on exactly because they were all racist toward black people exactly at some to some extent. You ain't saying you, Obama mean, included. You you ain't you you telling Noah about the arc? Okay, so you gotta I, hate all the motherfuckers then. I already know Reagan. Lincoln, it, uh, fuck Lincoln, fuck Washington, man, you, fuck uh, 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 who else they praise so highly? Uh, fuck Andrew Jackson. I mean, not, what's his name? Yeah, Jackson. Fuck and, him. All, and, all, all of them, and, and, okay. and all the rest of them before cool. that, and the ones coming after. At least I, immediately I'm with after. You now. Okay. But I guess when we look at being uh, racist is not the end all for me. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I guess. When I talk about what a gangster is, it's not a matter of praise. It's a matter of let's just I mean, let's examine the lyrics. I mean, this is y'all shit. This ain't my shit. I'm not I, I know wrong. what you want to know. Yeah. Like when we say, damn, it feel good to be a gangster, getting voted in the White House, everything looking good to the people of the world. But the mafia family is my boss. So every now and then I owe a favor getting down. Here and that's, there. Here and right. there is what he said. That's y'all lyrics. That's, so when yeah. we talk about a gangster, it ain't about. Oh, yeah, I like Trump. It's about that nigga move like the mafia. I'm simply saying I'm calling a thing a thing. That's a camera. That's face. That's Willie. This is me. It's not about praising. <laughs> it is saying that right. he moves like a goddamn right. gangster. And so when a gangster say, I don't give a fuck. This is what it is. You like it. You like it. You don't. You don't. I call out Mitch. I call out my people. I call out my mama, From my what's, grandma. What's the dude's name that looks like the turtle? Yeah. What's Mitch McConnell. Mitch. Yeah. He calls out bitch. That's I it. mean, uh, Moscow <laughs> Mitch. Right. It's simply calling that out guy? where the Democrat Party 
moves like Transformers. Yeah, they, stay, stay yeah, they move like Transformers. They move like Marx. They, yeah. They're afraid they to call it They scared each other. They scared it. I'm just simply calling what it is. But you know so, what, Tess? I don't really think the Democrats, I'm talking about at least the, the, the ones that, especially in the South, I really don't think that they're afraid to call out anything. But they don't. What, what, but I, they don't, what, they, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that I don't think they're afraid. I don't think they're afraid to, to oppose certain things or whatever. I think they're being on code. I think because on code in America is is to uphold white supremacy. And whether wh- whether whether the Republicans get what they want or the Democrats get what they want, white supremacy always gets what it, it wants. True, but that's so, a different conversation. So it's so uh, more than one thing can be true at the same time. They're all on code, two birds of the same wing. Republican, mm-hmm. Democrat, white supremacy. I'm with that. What I'm talking about is understand. going back to your original question, how do we get more people involved? And what I'm trying to say is if we start doing this shit like a gangster party and understanding the gangster mentality, the gangster requirements yeah. to push a line to move your set, Democrats do not call each other out where a gangster will slap the fuck out of you in front of everybody just to prove a point because what you're never going to do is disrespect my gangster. That's, so that that's all I'm saying. And that's why the Democrats come off as, as, as weak. As weak. And it's not that they don't do it behind the scenes. I'm in the room when they do it. Right. It's not that they don't hurt each other, but it's on the slide. It's not a, it, it doesn't motivate people on the outside to say, there's some things that Democrats do by default that are good for our people. I wouldn't quick to say that it's not my job to cap for them, but obviously by default, there's some good that has happened. But what I'm saying is people want to, it's kind of like we grew up in an era where mama whoop your ass where you at. You show out in the store, eat guess what? You get your ass whooped in the store. And yeah, I believe in that. I'm going to go off where you show up. Right. So it's yeah. the same. Go off where you show up. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the down, same Tyler. mentality. <laughs> if we move that mentality, that's the difference <laughs> between how Republicans get down versus how Democrats get down. So I just draw the, I, I just try to show the difference between the two. Not saying what's right or wrong or not, the, that they're not both a part of the same system because they are. And so if we go into the rabbit hole of who is better and who is right, I don't give a fuck about neither one of them. Like you said, fuck the Democrats and the Republicans. I'm talking about how do we get more of us involved for our city commissioners, our county commissioners, our school board positions, our precinct chair. If you're a precinct chair, you got a couple of hundred votes that you can parlay to say, hey, I got a couple hundred people that's going to come to the polls. My mama, baby mama, they cousins, whoever. That's how we organized in Florida. We went after the people that nobody went after. Everybody goes after the super voter. We went after the people with the felons yeah. that couldn't vote, but uh-huh. they mama could vote. They baby mama mm-hmm. could vote. Bring them niggas to the polls and let's get this popping. And we're going to make sure that your program, your nonprofit, your whatever it is, we're going to take care of that so you can actually have resources. That's my only concern. Let me ask you a question. You ain't got to like me, but you will respect me. Right. Let me ask you a question. Is the Democratic Party playing on black people let me let me no wait a minute where the goddamn because listen man no go ahead because the 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 you know the the democratic party was the ones that was fighting to keep us enslaved you you do realize this right mm-hmm. they wanted us to be slaves still to, to, to this day i you think they playing on us to keep us in that in that box let you know it's just a name right democrat and republic it's just a name they just switch sides it's just a name it's the same people they just change their name okay I agree to that. Expert opinion. I agree to that. Let's ask a pimp. 
Let, let's just take the pimp mentality. Do the pimp play on the hoes? She said, let's ask a pimp. I'm yeah. like, what I mean, do Fillmore Slim, do he not want all the hoes? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's what politics <laughs> is. It's pimping. It is, huh? It's literally but pimping. I just, think, I just think that we race to get to these polls and vote for these Democrats and we don't get a fucking thing for But that's because we don't have our own pimp running. When is our, when is our, our goal going to run? When is our, that, that's I'm what I'm trying. trying. Right? I'm that's fucking what, trying. But if we have the conversation, they have to be able to see themselves in that and get enough people on the team that can explain this is your place. I'll give the analogy and I give it all the time. Pimps, politicians, pastors. It's the same speech. Me, you, us. Okay. When the politician, me, first thing you start talking about is me. I'm Tesla Figaro, born and raised XYZ, went to such and such school. That's the me. The you. Then I start saying you. You know what? You and I got something in common. I did it just in this conversation. Well, you know, we grew up in an era where this and that. And actually, y'all are much older than me. But the point is, I, no, I grew up. I in, yeah. <laughs> so, so I start. Then I start talking about you. And then I say us. How do we relate? OK, well, if you and I can get together and we can get some of these people together and we can go down the third ward and we can get them together. All I need you to do is get five dollars his campaign and let's go to the polls. Me, you, us. Now, let's talk about that's the politician. Let's talk about what the pimp do. Let's talk about the pastor. Me, you, us. What does the pastor do in the church? Called by the father. The Lord told me that I was chosen. I'm the one. Nobody. You, you know how the pastor say you got to two, two shall agree. And if you agree and you sow a seed in me, you know, it, it's going to the prayers are going to be all of a sudden answered differently because I got a direct line with the father, the, the pastor. I'm the head. I'm, I'm, I'm in charge. Then I say you, the you. How many times have you been in church where they say, I know I'm talking to somebody up in here. I guess I'm talking to myself. I got a prophetic in me, too. I'm a bootleg pastor. So when I say, I know I know I'm talking to somebody. I know it's somebody here to understand what it is. I'm saying, damn, he talking about me. He talking about me. Then the benediction comes and now it's me, you, us. All I need you to do, Willie, is not just give that offering and that tithe, but I need about 5,000 yeah. more. And me, you and us together, when we plant this seed together, you're now sowing in good fertile ground. And now you'll be blessed because you've been blessed by the head of this church, me, you, us. Now let's talk about the pimp. What did the pimp do? Showing up. I'm looking good. Look at me. I'm 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 the madam. I'm looking good. I got on fly clothes. I'm looking good. Now I'm gonna talk about the you. I'ma see that hole down and I'm gonna say, man, you you looking kind of fucked up right now, mama. Your shit ain't together. Your hair ain't together. You don't have a place to stay. You're not looking good. Look at me and look at you. But if me and you get together, the me, you, God us, damn. ain't it a cold ass analogy? <laughs> the me, you, us get together. All God I need you damn. to do is give me everything you make while you on the corner and me and you together. We're going to be blessed together and take over the world. And now you got a you got somebody in the game that got you giving you. You're giving him everything to pimp everything and you get nothing in return. Some of these churches, they're some great churches, but some of these churches, you're giving the man of God everything and you got nothing in return. Fuck. These politicians, you're giving them everything and you got nothing in return. The me, you, us, it's the pimp game. And it happens all around us. We just don't identify it and see it for what it is. They finna cut our podcast. Yeah. We're in denial. <laughs> so it, it, it's the yeah, denial. You too know, much game. When, when I used to... And it's real makes sense. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast will be right back after the break. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. 
They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth... Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Let's talk Rush. about Fox yeah. News for a moment. Yeah. People, when they see you on Fox News, they immediately start thinking that you're an agent. <laughs> they start immediately thinking that, okay, she's a Republican. She's down with the, that agenda or whatever. When I saw you, I immediately said, damn, she's talking that type of shit on Fox? You know, <laughs> like, uh, because, again, like, you're nonpartisan. And so... I, I thought to myself, I said, she could be a good uh, mediator. Thank you, mediator. Well, I started yeah. <laughs> doing my, my my homework on you. When I started doing my research on you, I discovered that you have done mediate, mediation work in uh, Florida. Mm -hmm. Like, how, how did that come about? Well, I'm a good mediator, like you said. Yeah. I'm a Florida Supreme Court mediator. Did they approach, uh, did they approach you? Or, mm -hmm. Yeah. Holy and for the appellate. Mm -hmm. Are you still working in that capacity? I still have my my certification, my license, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so I do mediate did, did they approach you? or did, No, is that just something, something you I pursue? just naturally. Uh, I'm, I'm good with, outside of politics, I ran my own business, had a staffing firm, 300 employees. I worked for the largest corporations in the world. Um, I won Orlando Business Journal twice. My company was called The Ally Group. I, I understand how to bring people together, different walks of life. My life path is a life path nine for those who study, you know, life path and numerology. And life path nine literally brings every walk of life together. And it's having the gift of discernment to be able to see other people, how they may not see themselves, to be able to see what walk that they've had, to see how we relate. I could be a damn good pimp. 
grew up like around the strip club, house mom. Ha, has, any women, has any women ever approached you and Absolutely. asked you to pimp them? Absolutely. Well, they don't have to ask me. I could choose anybody I want. No, right I'm, now, say, I'm saying like, yeah, like yeah, I've had women, women. I've had I've yeah. had women come to me before yeah. and ask me. Yeah, they me choose me all the time. To pimp yeah, them. Yeah, really? I'm like, I can't do that. Uh, yeah. I'm really? a rapper. Yeah, really? you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't a pimp. They choose me all the time. Men <laughs> have choose me. Let back in the What's growing up, glass you, key the strip club. You ain't never had a woman to ask yeah. you. <laughs> To, to no, <laughs> I'm just, I ain't, man, I'm a cold nigga. It ain't, I ain't yeah, like I, I wanted it. Pimp. I mean, I didn't I ask for it. Yeah, I mean, it is. What, I used to have a rhyme where <laughs> I say, "I'm Heidi Flight, but my double D's make me twice yeah. as nice." I could out pimp any nigga. I mean, seriously, you know why? Because I got something that you don't have. I can actually fill in for her when she's off work. So you can never do that. That's what made Heidi Fleiss the best well, what pimping. The fuck is, what, what the fuck is filling in for her when you? Meaning it? that if you can't pimping is all about the mind. The mind. So the reason why Heidi Fleiss and the reason why they took Heidi Fleiss out the game, the coldest <laughs> female pimp ever to ever live, is because she empowered her hoes. When you empower people, see, it's only so far a pimp can take it. You either you having sex with her or you talk game to death or you make her fall in love with you. But when a woman is good at her pimping, it's a different empowerment that I get. Heidi Fleiss was really successful because she was able to empower her hoes. It wasn't about beating them up and bringing them down. She let them get their own money. She let them do whatever. I used to have a rhyme where I say, I'm I'm, I'm Heidi Fleiss, but my double D's make me twice as nice, which means that I can talk you in. I can talk a woman into something you could never talk her into. Yeah. Girl, if I was you, I'd do it. If I was you, I'd do it. Girl, if you don't do it, I'll do it. See, you could never do that because I got what they got. So when you got a female that's cold at her pimping, cold at a talk game, every woman can't do it. It's something definitely don't try at home. That's why but women should be very woman. that's why women should be very careful around other women because what mm. they don't know is that a lot of times when they're in these clubs and at these resorts and things like that, women are often used as accomplices for males to date, you know, to date rape these uh these women did slip these date rape drugs and stuff like that into their drinks because a woman would be immediately relaxed around another woman because she feel like Absolutely. she don't want. Like, let's go back to when you say shit. Like her. I want to dig into that. Yeah, I want to dig into good. that. Like when you say shit, when I say I can talk her into stuff you can never talk into. That's you, true. You, That's you, true. Yeah, because you know That's why? True. All you can do is fuck her. She want to be me. I don't have to fuck now. You you, you you're right. Yeah, no. But the thing, the, the the idea that she wants to be with you, I'm talking about the pimp yeah, game. The, the idea of her wanting to be with me right. is the mind fuck. Right. But guess what? When a woman <laughs> is cold on her pimp, she want to be me. See, that's a difference. Mm. Wanting to be with you and wanting to be me, it's a difference. Now, it don't work on every woman. Just like everything else, you got different demographic mm -hmm. but there's that woman that want to be I want to be like that I want to be with that what is that to mm -hmm. walk in the room and be respected mm -hmm. it's only so many women I just want to be as woman I'm cool I just want to be the bottom I just want to be one of many but there's a different level of empowerment that a woman can have on another woman to say but I want to be that shit though and that's what I mean when I say. Yeah, that's why thing. Oprah was so effective. Yeah. It was so many women that wanted her life, yeah. wanted that lifestyle. And Oprah could fucking literally, literally tell them to go marry a cat and they would do it. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah. And and it's a gift and a curse. You can either use it for good. That's why I tell people all the time, if I want to just get the bag or just get the money, that's simple. I'm over there with all the, like, it's easy. All I got to do is. Money oh, yeah. All, all the money on the conservative side. Let's make no mistake about it. Michael Cohen offered me fame and fortune and everything you can think of. The one that ended up flipping on Trump. First time I went on Fox News, got off the got off the set. He was on the speakerphone. Hey, I'll make you famous. I mean, this was before Candace Owens was Candace Owens. She was a oh, Democrat. Yeah, yeah. At the time. They, they they absolutely seek out our best. Absolutely. Because what they don't want our best to do 
is use their resources and their intelligence mm-hmm. to empower our community. Absolutely. So as soon as they identify Absolutely. a black person who is well-spoken, mm-hmm. who is charismatic, mm-hmm. who has a good look, Mm-hmm. They immediately try to wrestle yeah. them away and get them on that team. Absolutely. So that they cannot empower their own people. Absolutely. That's why when people tell me, oh, you must be paid to say that. No, think about it, nigga. If I really right, wanted right, the paper, right. I know what you can look at my <laughs> clips. The Republicans say it while I be on the air. Oh, right. wow. We wish we had you on our side. Oh, wow. You'd be great on our side. They literally, I've had people come up to me in the airport. You know, we take care of our own. That's where the paper is. If That's I true. put a book out, they they get the book. They That's wait true. in line. I mean, let's keep it real. Fucking what I own is the hardest thing in the world. Not only do I got to fight white supremacists, I got to fight my own. And it's like I'm, I'm literally talking to a cemetery on most days. So the paper's on that side. Speaking of that. Yeah. There is a whole lot of conjecture on your conjecture. Instagram page. Yeah. Conjecture. <laughs> like, Define the word. Pe- okay. Define conjecture. People come to your page all the time talking shit about politics. And to me, I'm sitting back and it, it, it's it's amusing, but at the same time, sometimes it make my head hurt. I know. We've had but you go in on them and you do it like what is it called when you do something classy and nasty? It's like nasty. Nasty. Back in the day. It's like yeah. nasty. <laughs> nasty. Nasty. That's yeah, it. Nasty. 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 You're mm-hmm. nasty with it. But I mean, it does it ever get to you that, no. that people can be that damn stupid. No, because we've had this conversation many times. First of all, I enjoy it. You know, I come from the era like we did. I love yeah. playing the dozens. Okay. So that's number one. And again, I like. Yeah, you the, do take a. Yeah, I like the free. I do. I like the the art of freestyle battling. It's like asking an MC, "Do you like getting on the microphone?" You know what I'm saying? I tell people don't, and I do it, Willie, because I don't want you to confuse them with these other commentators out here. Like I actually enjoy this. I'm good at this. Not bragging. I'm just. I'm good at this off the 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 dome type of talking. I talk shit. I do zingers. I talk about people's mamas, daddies, and still mix in politics. So one, I do it because I enjoy it. I don't do it all the time. And you and I have had this conversation. You're like, tell why are you wasting your time? But I do it because I also want people to know that you can you can rock this mic like both ways like this. You know, this is a gift that God has given me. So when somebody come in and say it, it's like telling the MC, hey, man, don't don't freestyle about it. Don't say nothing back. Don't talk shit back. It's, it's who I am. I, I like it. It's practice. It's, it's literally sparring practice. So I enjoy it. Sometimes I don't say shit at all. But when I do, I do. And it's important that people see that. Like, no, that's the homegirl for real. She really don't give a fuck. I don't mm-hmm. have a nonprofit. I don't want your vote. I don't want your donation. I don't want shit from you. God fuck damn. you and your mama. Oh. Nobody does that in <laughs> politics but me. Isn't it necessary to have somebody do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's necessary. So when you do your thing and you do your thing, you know you got a comms person that say, and fuck you and your daddy. That's important to have that in the game because nobody else does that in the game because they, and no disrespect to anybody, but most of them are driven by career. They're driven by, you know, what other opportunity they're going to get. What is it going to look like? I don't give a fuck how it looks. This is who I am. You either fuck well, you with just me like answered, this. You just answered my question. Yeah, what was your I, question? I, I was about to ask you. How do you reconcile when people coming at you saying like, hey, you're supposed to be on this type of level. You're a political analyst, a commentator, and you're talking like that. Yeah, great question. That's not how we get Reconcile means what? Debits and credits. The debt already been paid. Man, I'm not supposed to be here. And I'm not talking about the debt paid by the most high. That too. But I'm not even supposed to be here when you've had guns in your head and you've been involved in certain situations. I'm not even supposed to be here. What the fuck I look like getting... 
this far in the game and then switch up. This is who I am. I'm also really, I'm not above doing shit. You know, I've told girlfriends and I've like, I've lost my business, started my business, lost my business, started my business. Don't nobody put me in this shit. I've lost 20 plus family members in the last 20 years. Both my parents in the ground. Nobody in my family's ever been in politics. Nobody put me on. Nobody said, oh, yeah, this would be great for you. I got here with this hustle so you didn't come and this from fucking that well to do background. Absolutely it's all not. On you. But where does Absolutely the game not. come from, though? You, you know, was your daddy a hustler? No, he was in the game early on, yes. Okay. And then after that, he got caught up in the streets and, and didn't recover. He and, was and, always and, around. And you, you had some a background of dating like gangster type dudes? But Thugs, nothing gangsters what, and hustlers, period. Right. So you dated these guys. And so did, was that at, at a point that as a guy maybe older than you that kind of like... Always. I dated always, which they didn't have no business dating my young you ass, by the way. Is yeah, that I tell so, them that now. But yeah, every year, every ninth grade, I mean, I literally really from 60s Crip, you know, 10th, Inglewood, uh, California, Athens Park, E.T., running from the feds, rest in peace. Like literally every single year of my life, sixth grade, I grew up in a, a blood territory, but my best friend, Patrice Kelly, shout out to her. She was a Grape Street Crip. Her brother was from 60s, the only Crips in the neighborhood. When I would walk through the hood and walk through the street, I remember at school when I would tell her, like, man, I can't wear this blue. Big Kimmy be like, you're going to put that blue on, you're going to mob through these fucking halls. And this is happening say. in North Highland? Yeah. I don't know why you you get so confused. <laughs> Y'all did wards here. We did gangbang yeah. in the Midwest. Yeah, well, they pe came. people didn't, people just really don't think of shit. Like, I don't know gang why they banging. When they don't when they think of game banging, people just really don't think of Oklahoma City. I don't City. know why they don't think of the West. Y'all may not think of it City. in the South, but that's where the dope game was. When the Fed, when 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 Ice Cube talked about Vacation Day and going out and setting up shop, that's what happened in Kansas, Oklahoma. It happened in Texas, but y'all did wards. No, the, we did North Side, South yeah, Side. Let well, me fix yeah, that. It's side, North Side, side South Side. Period. We did Bloods and Crips. Yeah, because that is who <clears> came <throat> and set up shop. So when I talk about my day ones. Clifford Spud Johnson, 1994. These were niggas I met in 1993, 94. I was a freshman, sophomore in school. I was a cheerleader during the day. And at night I was the trap. My mom never knew, rest in peace. But this was a part of, that was a part of the culture. That was our income. That was what it was. All the I talked to the dope dealers because I was fine, you know, back then. But that was the that was the income. That was what drove the streets. Um, so I don't know anybody that was in the game that was pushing keys damn sure know about the Midwest. I call Oklahoma the Midwest, even though some may say Southwest, but it really was pushing dope, you know, from Kansas. You didn't realize how many federal cases, almost some of the top federal cases in the country have come out of Oklahoma. More people are incarcerated, more women are incarcerated in Oklahoma than anywhere in the world. And now, most of their cases are directly related to drug cases. Were you able to escape the long hands of the law? Absolutely. I didn't get caught. You, you never got caught up? No, never got caught. Some people might say, yes, yeah, because you were snitching. No, I wasn't stitching. I just spent their money. I tried to sell weed one time and it was terrible. I was like a telemarketer. I was calling, hey, y'all need well. Like, fuck this shit. I'm just <laughs> shout out to Chris. Because in order to sell weed, anybody, you know, I always lived like far out because I always wanted to make sure that I was safe. Mm. Um, so the dope man has, and y'all know this, but for the people that don't know, the dope man usually got their baby mama and then they got their side. They and then they got another one that they floss at the club. So I was the one that they take the floss at the club. Then there was the side chick that kept the work at the house. And, you know, she really thought she was connected to dude and he really wasn't fucking with her, but he kept the work. I never kept the shit at my house. <laughs> then you had the baby mama that was the one. Look, I'm giving all yeah, the yeah, game. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> keep <laughs> going. Keep going. Hell no, don't that, do that. That really no, fucked with the dude. No, and no, her no, whole no. life was fucked up when he got caught. Yeah. So I never wanted to be the baby mama. 
I always had my little square job, but would spend their money. I was the fly one. Yeah. I was the 30 pounds, which I'm by the summertime, I'll be back to my old me. But 30 <laughs> pounds smaller than what you see now. I was the one they kept at the club that they show out this, my girl, whatever. I didn't keep their work. I didn't keep they spent their money. I didn't keep they dope in my house. So I was just around a lot of men that showed me the game, that showed me everything about the game. Um, so I didn't get caught. That's the difference. I didn't get caught. It wasn't in the, you know, when they got pulled over, when they got robbed, when different. There's been some situations that I've been in that on some stuff that I've seen, but I just didn't get caught. Um, so, but I'm assuming game. that they came to you at one point and said, showed you some pictures. You, you know the game. Do you know this person? He really trying you know to make that? me be a like, snake. You know, you know the game is a, is a, is a, is a it's, it's like an unspeakable code that we don't never talk about. You know that, right? <laughs> I do know that. Okay, well, that's so what is he talking about? Man, ain't, 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 no, ain't no game no, no more, man. Ain't, I, I, Man, no game. We still the game. Ain't no, ain't here, no game, bro. <laughs> the game, the game is dead, bro. Game that shit dead. Especially it's a secret society. It's a secret society. Anybody that's anybody that's selling dope today, bro, need to be in jail. If your ass is out, if if, if you don't see all this shit that's been happening out here, if you don't see how real uh, serious these people is about giving your ass a thousand years. They've been, for, they've been serious you know, about this Well, shit. that's what I'm saying. If now. you don't see that you shit, know. if you don't fig if you can't figure that shit out, if you don't understand the risk that's involved with putting your family, at, you say you love your kids, but you're in the car riding with your kid and you know these boys after you and then they open up and then your kids are dead. He's, they're killing grandmamas. They're killing granddad. They're this killing is, your mom and your shit dad. This started just this week? Man, that shit, that, I, that, <laughs> right, that shit is over. Huh? This shit just started this week? No, it ain't just started, <laughs> but my, my my point is that that shit is over, bro. It's like, we we can't, in, in, in my opinion, we can't keep excusing this type of bad behavior. It's not an excuse. And we it's can't, not excusing we, we can't keep excusing. And I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm gonna speak on this shit when I wanna when I wanna speak on it because I don't respect the shit at all. I don't respect nothing about it. And the shit is detrimental to our communities. We gotta get rid of these motherfuckers that's out here fucking up our shit. Because we cannot begin to try to hold somebody on, on our side accountable who don't look like us accountable when we don't hold our goddamn selves accountable that's that bullshit. goes back that goes back to, that goes back to what you was just saying on how the, how the Republicans uh, conservatives check each other on the spot and the Democrats sit back and watch shit and try to be what's the alternative? and try to go what's along and get along yeah motherfucker selling dope uh, motherfucker robbing Oh, what's the alternative? What's the alternative that you would offer? What you think? What so? What you think is the alternative? I'm asking you this. No, question. I'm asking. I know the alternative. I'm asking if you know the alternative. Tell me because I, I because I one thing that I, I'm not gonna get into is getting set up with a dummy question. So. You tell me what the alternative <laughs> is, since I'm clearly against it, since I clearly think that it's detrimental to our communities. Since yeah, I, 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 can't, so, I can't go so to you and say, Willie. What, what is the alternative? Let me say this first and foremost. I can't go to you and say, Willie, I need you to stop whatever the fuck it is you're doing. And I offer you an alternative. Okay? Okay. Okay. So let me say this. I ain't going to nobody to say, stop shit. I'm saying we are responsible for our our, our own actions. Okay. So for me to go and ask said, you something, so 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 for me to go and ask you for something or what or whatever is 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 to imply that somehow you hold some type of power over me. I ain't asking for shit. I'm saying, just like we don't ask 
to protest, to march, to boycott. We shouldn't be asking these motherfucking killers in our neighborhood and these gangsters that's tearing our shit up, making it unsafe for our women and children to walk the street, even our boys, even our boys and our men to be in the neighborhood. We shouldn't be asking these motherfuckers for permission to stop fucking up our shit. We gotta, we gotta get off that motherfucking excuse shit and all that motherfucking tiptoeing around this shit and, and confront this shit directly. It's time. It don't matter that you did something back in the day. Because one thing that I realize is that, you know, and and I even put myself, you know, I've done some fucked up shit in the past myself, too. But what I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that a lot of us, a lot of us will a lot of us are apprehensive about calling the bullshit because we know we was on some bullshit when we were younger. Mm-hmm. But when you know better, you do better. At some point, we got to cut this shit, bro. We got to cut the fucking ambiblical card. We got to cut it, bro. We can't just keep on. That That is what, one of the biggest reasons why we can't move forward. We, we fighting this war over here. We got a war going on over here, but we're not addressing this shit over here because motherfuckers look like us. These are our family members. These are our friends. These people we know. So we're not addressing this shit. But meanwhile, the first time one of these motherfuckers out here do something, we up in arms. But do you think two things can be done at, at the same time? I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, Willie, if... If the game, if the streets got a code, man, I just believe that you know, ain't no fucking code, bro. Okay, the motherfucking the motherfucking code is either if you ain't helping, you hurting. That's the goddamn code. Now you tell every everybody listening to me right, motherfucking now. Everybody, no, I'm, no, I it ain't. It ain't got to sound. To reality, it, it ain't got to. It ain't got to. It ain't got to sound good. It's still it, going. I know on. it's still going on, but okay. it ain't got to. My point, point. I ain't I'm trying, trying to make, make it sound good. I'm that's the point I'm trying I'm, to make. It's still I ain't trying to make it sound right good. I'm. I'm saying if you ain't helping, you hurting. So take inventory of your motherfucking life right now, or especially the people out here that's always talking about they doing this, they doing this to us. We can't this, we can't. It. Take inventory of your motherfucking life right now. Look at yourself. Fuck what I'm saying. Look at yourself and say to yourself, am I helping my community or am I hurting my community? And if your ass is hurting, your motherfucking ass need to go. Now, that's the goddamn bottom line. All that other shit, I ain't, I ain't with it, bro. Motherfucker, you brought that child into the world. That child did not ask to come to this wild-ass motherfucking west of a goddamn society. You brought him into this motherfucker. It's your responsibility to make sure that that motherfucking ride is as smooth as possible. That's your job. Your job is not to fucking abandon your child and have some other motherfucking man uh, uh, raising your child, and, and then you sitting back and... Your house is fucking totally wide open. When the man leaves the house, the heart, the house is totally wide open for, for it to be raped and pillaged. And that is why a lot of these little girls get taken advantage of and shit because they ain't got no stud. They ain't got no motherfucking man a solid right there making sure that people know you come to this motherfucking house, you better come with some respect. Mm. You ain't so, coming up in here and doing anything because it's a man on the other side of this door. So let me mm. ask you, you said if they know better, they do better. And then you also said these people know. Would you would you agree that that 
everybody is not as in the know as if you as as you are now versus 20 years ago, 25 years. Would you agree to that? I would agree. Absolutely. And when would you agree that there is a lack of like when you said there's not necessarily a man in the house that can do it? Would you agree that some people's conditions uh, has been a result of the lack of knowledge, not just from them, but the generation prior and the generation prior to that? I agree. Okay. And so you agree that we are should hold ourselves accountable, but you also agree because you talk about white supremacy a, a lot. You also agree that there is also some conditions that are out of our control as well. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Point. Yeah, and 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 and, 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 I, and, also I, agree, and I, I agree. And one but, last thing, when because you sound like you just gave a tough on crime speech, but you also would agree, I assume, based on our relationship, that it's not that like everything I know that did time. And this is just my own small poll. I'm doing a whole class on polls, mm-hmm. like what that means. If I take a poll and say everybody in this room, 50 percent of in this room, that's literally just two of you. So I had to be careful when we say everybody. I don't like absolutes, but I like mm-hmm. to be careful, mm-hmm. of, you know, when mm-hmm. I'm speaking on certain groups. So the people that I know that have done time, it's not that they I'll see somebody in the comments say, oh, they know they don't want to hear that. They don't want to take accountability. Everybody I know that did time took accountability. Mm-hmm. One reason they took accountability, they didn't snitch. Now, mm-hmm. this is I'm not getting into the cold thing, but I'm getting into the the idea of taking responsibility for your own actions. And so we come from a generation where you took accountability for your own actions. That's accountable. Number one, doing your own time. I know our, our, the homie, my son, talks about that a lot. It's not that um, like my friend, Spud, for example, it's not that he didn't take accountability for selling dope. The question was what how it's not. If there's crime, is how do we handle that crime? How do we how do we make it punitive and fair? So 17 years to me for never being caught with dope in a conspiracy for crack cocaine disparaging for a first time nonviolent offender is. Yeah, that that's far too much. It's a disgrace. That's exactly it. So as long as we're having a conversation where we say, yeah, we want to hold each other accountable. We want to say, hey, why don't you do something different? Why don't you change your life? But at the same time, if he gets caught up, whether it's uh, according to his conditions or because he chose, there should be some more flexibility. That's correct. I'm with that. Because how can we say he do 16 years and I, I use him as an example. I talk about him a lot because he was a part of the Blood and Crip Treaty in 1992. And when I look at that was the only time like in our generation, our generation X, where we really got together to say, fuck that. We're going to do something different. I, I have a poem where I talk about it. I said it all started back with Rodney King. They knew to get those real soldiers off the scene, locked them up. Young brothers got buck. And now there's them on the TV and now they buck. I said that to say that even then systematic mm-hmm. when it was time when Bloods and Chris said, you know, fuck that. We're going to do something different. Mm-hmm. And they got together and said, you know what? Let's get together. And, let's and put shout down out the for all, to all those guys that made that effort. Yeah, because, Jim Brown, but at, and, John and, and at the same time, you, we know also that they were undermined the, the entire and time. And that's where the system comes into yeah. play. So when the 94 crime bill came who, out. Who, who undermined them? The fucking police, the government. Yeah. Okay. So, so don't that goes to racism. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what exactly I'm saying. it. Now, now so we're getting two, back to what I'm correct, saying. Correct. So two things can be done at the same time. Yeah. When they say, you know what? Fuck all this singing. Fuck out. Remember John Singer, they got the clip when I'm they said, too busy swing. That's, that's it. the problem when with the black folks always want to bust a note. We do something different. And then the system came into play and yeah. said, we're going to do a war on drugs and we're going to lock up every nigga with a crack cocaine disparity. It wasn't right. that Spud and many others didn't take accountability for their crime. But when you say, I'm going to take you away for 16 years, 
And now you got two sons at the house that he left. Got to raise himself. That's it. So we can't. So that's it. And and on that poem when I said, now they locked up and young brothers on the TV now they buck, but now the homies about to come home. That was what I said. And now it's really on. Now that's what we're going through right now. When we went through First Step Act, the Republicans supported, mm-hmm. I supported. Oh, let's get everybody home. Let's get everybody home. I tell niggas all the time, because we're faces right. The game is the game. I tell niggas all the time, hey, they about to come lock your ass up. I've been you you follow a lot of what I say. I said two years ago, this shit, the same way they let you niggas out, they about to come get you tenfold. That's the system. And that's the balance of what you're talking about. Accountability, but also recognizing there's a system. Right now, when uh when Eric, uh Mayor Eric won in New York, he mm-hmm. literally came out and said I'm the prototype I don't I don't excuse bad behavior period and I don't excuse I don't believe in rewarding bad behavior no. on the notes even when I got in a jam when anytime I got in a jam I was always willing to face the consequences of course I, you know, I want the, the blow to be as soft as possible right. but I'm okay with I'm okay with facing the responsibility because you know I put myself in that position and not all the time do we put ourselves in some certain positions because sometimes you know it's the system they come they come for you right but but the thing is this we know most of us at least know have some idea by the time we're 16 17 18 years old that we have identified that there are traps we see our friends going to jail we must understand that don't matter. It doesn't matter how you you were raised. It doesn't matter what hardships that you had. It doesn't matter that you're black. You walk your ass into that courtroom. That judge is going to do what that judge was hired to do. That prosecutor is going to do what that prosecutor was hired to do. And that is lock up black bodies. Mm-hmm. True. That's what they. That's what they were hired to do. So no I'm cap. just. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. You got to be perfect, and I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, be aware of that, yeah. and, and and know that ultimately, that is not going to be a good defense. Yeah. My mama wasn't there. My right. daddy was a crackhead. But, but niggas ain't really using that defense though. Sure ain't. I mean, my, that's what that's what Face is saying. Ain't nobody nine times ten they taking a plea anyway. So literally, they're not using that excuse. Yeah, they're, well, they're well, taking the opportunity that they have in front of them, and that's where I mean, y'all saying the same thing. I just think you're saying it a different way. It's it's not like who who go and say, well, my mama wasn't there, and I think you should get time. Niggas ain't doing that for the most part. They getting that time, or they saying, fuck it, I'm gonna tell on somebody, and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna get my time reduced. But I don't see people literally saying, hey, I think I should get a pass because of X Y Z. I do think that 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 sometimes go into a white supremacy talking point of thinking that we're using excuses. It's not that we're using excuses. We're telling you like it is. So when I, think I do commentary... Everybody, everybody uses excuses, including guess, white but, supremacists. But, that's true, but, 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 they are, but we're everybody, black people. everybody uses excuses and, every, and, 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 like and said, everybody makes complaints. Let's talk about yeah. that. It's going to be us to hold our own people accountable because we had help getting in the position that we're in right now. Right. It's not all That's not impossible, Brad. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. If you have a neighbor, if you have a neighbor and your neighbor is uh, uh, stepping outside mm-hmm. and cussing out the kids. It's up to the people that the community has first action at at that person. Are you gonna are you gonna just keep calling the police and saying, "Hey, this guy is cussing out the kids," or are you gonna say, "You know what"? I think I'm gonna do something a little different because this shit can't. This shit got to stop, right? 
the shit got to stop. My, I'm saying this, man, that we have to, number one, be held accountable for ourselves. We have to hold ourselves accountable. And then, and, and, and then the, the, the larger community has to hold each other accountable, right? And I'm saying that, yes, there are going to be situations where people get themselves in a jam. And when that happens, let's give grace. Let's try to have grace where grace is due. Mm -hmm. Let's have some more flexibility because people without more flexibility scare. Like I was saying, bro, it's, 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 it's just remember that we didn't put ourselves in this position, okay? We had a lot of fucking help. And a lot of this shit is stemming from the help that we had to get in this position in the, in the first place. So that, that that's what I'm saying. I got it. Okay, okay so you got so, it. Okay, so do we... Goddamn! Oh, fuck. Oh, goddamn. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is gonna make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Knowing that, Knowing that, yeah. Okay, what do we do? We is just accept the no, condition, sir. no, sir? Or do we try to make some type of amends, or we try to make some type of corrections? What do we do? We have to make some type of amends and some type of corrections. But and that's what I'm saying. Okay, so how, we have uh, to do something different, and and I think the thing that we're not doing is holding each other accountable. But I, I get I, is cool. it really fair though? Because. I, 
<clears throat> that bothers me because that usually comes from a conservative, not saying you're one, but a conservative talking point. Well, why y'all don't hold each other? Well, I got some conservative views. He's, he's a Republican. I, got some, I, got, I ain't no goddamn Republican. But I got some conservative views. Yeah, I got some liberal views. I mean, you're holding people accountable right now, like literally. Yeah. So to say that I, I I don't like absolutes, you know, we all always, we don't, da, da, da. To say that we're not holding each other accountable, I just, it's, it's simply just not true. Could there be more? Yes. But there are more positive organizations of what people are doing the right thing that are trying to turn around these kids that don't have the funding, that do it on their own, that do it on their own dime, Mm -hmm. that reach out to people to have conversations. They don't have the support because of part of that system. If if America was really interested in really reducing crime, the facts show, not the emotions, Mm. the facts show Mm. that when you invest in preventative measures with access to after school programs, with jobs, with investing. Uh, there was a group, and I, I know you remember because I think you shared it on your page, where the fathers were going around to the schools mm-hmm. and they were yep. going and, you know, being security and stuff like that. I've been a sub in Title V schools mm-hmm. and the homie, I was telling time, why don't y'all bring the homies in there? Like there's a different level of, of respect that somebody is coming from their environment, not the police, not community policing, but just you dealing with somebody will actually sit down and have a conversation. Mm. They know the system knows that these things work and they choose to do yeah. the opposite. Go straight to we got to hold them accountable and lock right. them up. Right. It's not that we're s- disputing that there's crime and there shouldn't be accountability. The question is, how do you prevent it? What do you do when there when you, it is time to be punitive in a system that does not favor us? I get what you're saying, which is, hey, man, the game is what it is. You get locked up. It's not going to be fair to you. Understand this. Understand life ain't going to be fair. Fuck what they talking about. With, oh, it ain't fair. No, we get it. It ain't going to be fair. You got to move differently. You got to be better. You got to be smarter. You got to grind. You know, we get that for our own children and having that conversation. What Face is saying is, though, we still have to acknowledge the system in itself. And I just I, I don't lean. I don't support the idea that we're not doing doing anything because it goes to kind of those talking points and that's just not true. There are way more organizations that are doing it on their own. I talk about Sylvia Nunn all the time because it's one of my favorite nonprofits, you know, from the Nunn family in Compton, California, that's doing the work, that's putting in time, that's dealing with these kids. Does she have funding from the government? Is there anybody sourcing her the way they source these Democrat organizations, Urban League, the NAACP, they don't put the money into that and say, you know what, Willie, I, I like what you're talking about. Let me go put some money behind what you're doing to move people in a different direction. So I, I just think it's unfair to say that ain't nobody doing nothing. No, that's just no, not well, well, well I, I think, and, and I'm, I'm glad you said everything that you said because, I, you know, words do mean something. And I guess I, maybe I poorly articulate articulated what I said. I don't want I don't want somebody to take what I'm trying to say out of context because, you know, I work. I'm in the streets. I'm on the communities for real. I got a new a foundation. Right. I actually put the work in on a daily basis with social programs. I right. understand the need for social programs because that's why we say defund the police, not because we don't want police around. Right. It is because we know if we can take some of those millions and billions of dollars that we have annually allocated for police services mm-hmm. that we if we could put those in the social services right. we don't need we don't have as many calls to the police Correct. so i understand that 1000% and i totally respect the people that are on the ground doing the work for real i work with them daily you know right. i respect that i totally respect that i'm i guess what i i really want to say is that I don't. I think that we're not doing enough. Yeah. Right. And, and, I, and I and I think I and I and the reason why I feel that way is because I do know killers in the neighborhood that 
go to prison, come home after killing somebody in the neighborhood and they have a barbecue for them at the park. Right. I know for a fact. But you also know there's groups like yourself. Yeah. That people that go to prison and come home and they get a job and they do the right thing, too. I got that. But so that's we what, understand there's always going to be yin and yang. Never, there's always going to be Cain and Abel. There's a, never going to be perfection. Absolu- you understand that, too. Absolutely. Okay. I just, just had somebody on the show last <laughs> week about talking about the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, we're, 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 like I said, I guess I poorly articulated what I really what I wanted to say, but I wanted to make it clear. I do want to make it clear, number one, that I do support and I do respect the people that are on the ground doing the work. I I respect the youngsters out there that are trying, that, mm-hmm. that know, hey, I'm in a fucked up situation. I'm doing what I think I need to be doing. But, mm-hmm. you know, I understand the risk and it could happen. If it happens, I want grace. I get all of that. You know, I get all of that. But I am still always number one responsibility, self-accountability. Mm-hmm. Because if without that... I couldn't have gotten to where I was, you know what I'm saying? I had to hold myself accountable. I never I never believed in the excuse shirt and 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 I and I put my community record up against anybody's community record. Yeah. And I guarantee you and I've been doing it for 32 32 years. Yeah. Three. 30, it's been 30, mm-hmm. 30 yeah, damn. 33 yeah. years. I've been doing it for 33 years. Ever since ever, ever since I realized that my name had a little weight behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, I could use my influence yep. to, to go out and speak to the kids, go to the prison and share my experiences with, with, with the inmates, you know, go to the university, speaking at law schools, all this type of shit. I've been doing this shit for 32 yeah. years. And, and what I tell people you, know, is you can do it without having no weight behind you. Yeah. We just uh, released six podcast series that are going to 500,000 plus incarcerated well, I, well, individuals. I the, and I don't have no weight like y'all do. So I challenge people. No, it's you not even about, but yeah, not nah. about <laughs> But I'm saying wait. the point is you can do this without having that opportunity. Because, you know, people yeah. use that as an excuse too. Well, I would do it. I don't have a platform. I don't this and that. Nigga, niggas that got platforms always didn't have platforms. Exactly. You had to put in some work yeah. to get the platform. So we want to challenge people too that even them, themselves, you know, can yeah. do something to better somebody. And if we focus more on what we can do as individuals, opposed to this we. We're the only group. When you look at other communities that go and take over our communities, I don't want to name certain groups because, you know, it's unnecessary, but we all know who we're talking about. If there are certain groups that come in our community and have nail shops and have um, uh, beauty supplies and have convenience stores, do you realize they build them back to back to back? We're the only ones that, and that's why that we conversation is to me can sometimes can be very dangerous because we're the only ones that say, if you and I both said we're going to start a, a beauty supply and I start one and you start one, the conversation would be like, oh man, look, Willie hating on Tesla. She's starting one. Why we can't come together? Niggas can't never come together. We should come together and have our own beauty supply. Meanwhile, they get beauty supply after beauty supply after beauty supply. They monopolize the shit. We're the only ones that spend all this time on we. Yes, we want to be unified, but we don't have to be uniformed. Everybody does something different. Meanwhile, they monopolize and control it all. When you play the game of Monopoly, Monopoly is about taking block by block. And each time you get that little square building more upon that square and when you don't have enough room you go get the next one we're the only one if you imagine a monopoly game say no 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 let's all just go on this square let's all together we strong together think about that no other community does that jewish community asian community white community uh, asian of pacific islanders none of them say let's just own one 7-eleven let's just own one beauty supply they all compete with each other and it's a healthy competition there used to be a time and y'all know y'all have ladies i'm sure where you would just go to the nail 
shop and get your nails done. Now you go, you get wine. Some do wine. Some do the place I go. They have a full bar. Bars, martinis, whatever. Each one, they step the game and say, you know what? If they offering wine, I'm going to offer martinis. If they offer martinis, I'm going to offer crown and coke. Each one of them step it up and they all on the same block. And meanwhile, they monopolize and get all the economy where we fight with each other and say, let's unify. Let's get the same. Let's be the same. No, that ain't it. Let's separate some of this shit. Let's all be on cold. But let's monopolize all this shit. We need Republicans. We need independents. We need Democrats. We need some of y'all to fill out polls like you're a Republican. I tell people all the time, stop filling out the polls with the truth. Fill it out as if you're a Republican. Because what a poll does, nobody follows you into that poll, into that booth to see who you really vote for. Fill out the poll like you're a Republican. Because you know what that does? It brings resources to that community. When Face was talking about Republicans don't even come after us, you know why they don't? Because the polls don't show we're there. If everybody started feeling that polls like a conservative, then they're going to say, damn, I got some voters over here. Let me put some money over here. Let me get some get out to vote. Let me pay for some of the advertisement. So there's strategy behind this that we're just not aware of because nobody's teaching us the game. Well, you said you don't like the word we, but you keep saying we're the only ones. Well, that's true. I don't like it. Well, that well, that's I mean, that's kind of factual, though, when you and I and you're correct with the majority of us. We do talk about black unity a lot. We do black power. These are these are facts. We spend a lot of time trying to get us all to agree opposed to you run, push your line. I'm gonna push mine. And we meet somewhere. In the, well, as long as we're moving towards the progress of black people. As long as we have a, the collective Absolutely. goal is the collective objective And we don't do enough is, of that. Is, we don't do enough of that. Yeah. There's a lot of people in this space that can't stand the people I work with. And mm. that's fine. Like, don't fuck with the people I work with at all. But that don't mean that those people are not necessary. I use Tariq for an example. Tariq Nasheed, the homie Tariq. He don't like Ben Crump at all. Damn. You know, and I and he know I work. What, what, shout out to uh, Tariq. Well, why, why, does, why does uh, Tariq not like? Well, he would have to speak for himself, but he talks about him quite a bit. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't like the way he move. Mm. But Ben is a great brother to me. I think people are necessary to do what they do, whether you always agree with it or not. A lot of what Tariq does, a lot of people criticize me for liking his posts or commenting with him or whatever. It could be I don't like the way Willie D. He's a conservative, whatever. People don't like Ben. People may not like Tamika Mallory. People don't like Charlemagne. Hey, listen, I fuck with people that are trying to move black people forward. Even mm-hmm. if it's not the way I move, mm-hmm. I fuck with people that are trying to move black people forward. Yeah. And it's not that we all agree. Shit, Bloods and Crips do that. I tell people, if you was ever about any money, Bloods fuck with Crips and Crips fuck with Blood. If you sell them keys, you got to. You cannot let niggas on the corner be confused about how, you know, what, what people on a different level are doing in order to move it forward. And I have a lot of my friends that say, I don't know why you fuck with him. He's a, you know, homophobe or he's anti this or anti that. And I tell people, listen, I I move by myself. I'm, I'm a gang of one, but I respect people that are, that have the audacity to speak up for black people. Even if it's a way that I don't necessarily do me and Ben, we constantly, we've done breakfast club several times. I tell people he's Martin, I'm Malcolm. I don't move the way he moves, but we have a mutual respect. You know, for each other, based on the fact he know I'm trying to move black people forward. A lot of people may not like how Ben get out. But what I tell people is, why your civil right attorney in your community ain't saying nothing? Well, you know why they don't say nothing? Because they don't want to piss off the DA. They don't want to piss off the police officer. They don't want to. These families call their local attorney first. Let's get that straight. So when people say, why everybody call Ben? Because your local attorney don't want to do shit. Ben's not always the first call. Let me put that out. I've been in a room when these family calls. Mm. They don't want to piss off. They go to dinner and lunch and, you know, they still got to move shit, get shit done. When I worked the housecloth case, the uh, officer that raped 13 black women in Oklahoma City. 
Damn. Let's talk about that. You yeah. actually moved next door to the police station for that. Was that the case that you moved yes. next door to the police station? Yeah. My grandmother lived next door to the police station. So you were living with yeah, your literally grandmother next door. Like this literally, was, literally, literally, this next... was the police station. This was my grandmother's house. They and they were following you mm-hmm. every time you left the yeah, house. Because that was the only way out the hood when you exit out. So if you live next door to a police station, you know, police are coming in and out, you know, constantly. Yeah. So the easiest access out of the hood was the direction, you know, where I would drive would pull out. So when I, because I lived in Dallas, uh, so I, Oh, I had Florida tags at the time I moved from Orlando. So my tags were Florida. I was driving a Benz. I was pulled over several times, you know, just because they would literally tell me when I was driving the speed limit, well, you know, anybody that drive the speed limit or anything less than five, we we profile that as possibly carrying dope. <laughs> like literally a police officer told me that. And that's what this police officer did was pull over black. So women driving the speed side. limit, you breaking yes. the law. Yes. Because that was profiled as somebody that's trying to avoid getting pulled over with Florida tags in a Benz in Oklahoma City where plenty of dope got pushed. I don't know what stories you done heard about Oklahoma, but plenty of Yeah, plenty, plenty dope Oklahoma. went on in Oklahoma City. I mean, mm-hmm. that that was it in the nineties. That was all you had. Um this obviously wasn't in the nineties, but still. Um, so yeah, I lived next door to the, to the police station. Um, that was his precinct, the Spring Lake police station. And so, um, I reached out to the, uh, attorney that was representing women at the time who was a white attorney. And I asked, I really would like this case to go national. I think people should be talking about this. And he said, I don't, we don't want it to go national at that time. Um, they certainly didn't want to put Oklahoma on the map with that Oklahoma city thunder just started popping, you know, positive. Oh, you medical. Like we, that's not something we're trying to talk about, you know, on a national level. And, and then, I reached out to Ben Crump and he ended up representing those women, but made the story, you know, a national story. And it's still not national like it should be. And the copy ended up getting how many years? 262, 262 years. Two hundred and sixty two years. Shout out to the prosecutor. You did your job. Man, what's that prosecutor's name? I forgot his name. That's good. You said shout. I forgot his name. Yeah, shout out yeah. to the prosecutor. You yeah. did your job, man. Salute. Lock yeah. his ass up and make yeah. sure he don't get out because a lot of times still when, petitioning that. Yeah, a lot of times you know? when they they get convicted, especially when they get a, a hard sentence, they'll you know a harsh sentence. They'll come in and and get that appeal yeah. and get the time knocked down. And many down. of the women that he actually raped were not even included in the actual case. You know, were still not represented because they were criminalized and their backgrounds were criminalized and all of, you know, um, everything that they had done. And I didn't even know when I did the speech that day, um, I didn't know that one of the females there was a cousin of mine. Um, and I turned around to her and I said, you didn't know me, but I knew you. I've been riding for you all alone. And my aunt was actually watching um, the press conference in the beauty supply at the time. And she said, you didn't know that was such and such as daughter. And I won't say name, you know, confidentiality, yeah. but so you didn't know that was your cousin. I said, no, I hadn't seen her since she was a baby. And so that's mm-hmm. when we talk about the six degrees of separation, wow. you know, what it really means to represent your community. My mother, that day that I did that press conference, I didn't want to speak. And Ben kept saying, you need to say something, you need to say something. I wasn't in the mood because my mother just found out that her cancer is spread. We had just left chemo. And um, one of my friends that ran for office at the time, Mike Shelton, he wasn't speaking up on this case loud enough for me. And so he would put his signs in my yard. And this is where we talk about accountability. Like I'm about let's hold some of this power accountable. I hear what you're saying. Let's hold the streets accountable. But my role in pushing this fucking line is this power. So when my friend Mike Shelton, great dear friend of mine. 
He kept putting this uh, a yard a yard sign for state rep. And I told him every day that you don't say nothing about this case, I'm going to throw away your, the yard sign every goddamn day. Because until you say something about this, there is no yard sign. And I would throw it out and throw it out. And eventually, you know, he did get more vocal um, about it. And um, my mom knew how important that case was to me. And so that day when I just happened to be in town. And she was like, I know how much it's meant to you. She was literally pulling out the port in her. And she was like, this is, let's hurry up and get you down to the press conference. Like, mom, it's cool. Finish, you know, getting your chemo on, whatever. She's like, no, 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 we got to get you downtown. And so she dropped me off and I wasn't in the mood to speak. And Ben kept saying, Tess, say something. I was like, no, I'm cool. You know, I don't want to say anything. Um, but eventually no, nobody was saying what needed to be said, in my opinion. And I wanted to go off on the media for not because my mom actually was a news director secretary growing up in that town, you know, for the news station. Mm -hmm. And I was embarrassed that they didn't say anything and do anything and not put it on the map. And so I went off on the news that day and an organization called Black Women's Blueprint in Brooklyn heard my speech that day and they said, finally, somebody said what we've been waiting to say. And they drove all the way from Brooklyn to Oklahoma City to ride out with that case. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean when I say we are doing something. We are using our voice. And if we can share those stories on how those things make a difference, that didn't have shit to do with no platform. Mm. Nobody knew who the fuck I was. Nobody. Kn I just simply got on this motherfucking microphone. Mm. And that's the same way you've had opportunities and you've had opportunities. What do you say when you get in the booth? And politics to me is the booth. Let's talk about these uh, photos that you post on <laughs> Instagram from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> These photos uh, seem to, uh, they conjure up uh, various type of conversations. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with them photos? When you post, you post these provocative photos, you know, when I say provocative, I mean, they They're provoke people, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? It's provoke yeah. people to make statements. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, you know, uh, sometimes, well, most times, they go girl and stuff like that mm -hmm. and who you dating, or I be your man and I do this for you and all yeah. that. You get a lot of that stuff in your DM? Probably not as much as I should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the woke community uh, is different. This is very different. You know, uh, men, I think, are afraid to social media has really created a barrier, a barrier for men, I think. Um, the social anxiety, I don't know what it is, but it's men don't know how to approach. They think I'm a sister soldier type like greetings queen and all of that and then they think that I'm a part of this and you despise that, that I term. despise it I don't want to say despise it I think it's like I think you're, I think you're I think you're men, not fond of it uh, I think it's lazy it's a lazy Be more map. creative. What, what it's would, a lazy what, what would you prefer? Like just what's happening? Like anything? What's else. happening is very generic. And yeah, but so is queen is becoming that. You know, it's becoming <laughs> men think because I'm in this space that. And a lot of women in this space who are similar. You know, I got a fiction book called Kitty's Litter. So it's, it involves Kitty's sex. Litter. Kitty's Litter. And it involves sex and all that kind of stuff. And I think men think if you're in this space, you're a, I don't, I don't want to say sister soldier, but I'm just using it as an everybody thinks that everybody, women are extra woke like that. You know, mm -hmm. queen, beloved, whatever. Listen, I'm the hood whisperer. What's happening? You know, how you doing? What's that? like? Talk to me like you would anybody else. I'm not. My personality is not a. Shout, shout out to Charlemagne who gave you yeah, the name, gave right? Charlemagne gave you that name, yeah, right? Yeah. What hey, is the name? Hood the hood whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You, you know, uh, yeah, and, and I, I, I did, did want to give a shout out to the Black Effect podcast, which you know yeah. uh, made us la label mates, yeah, but yeah. podcast label mates basically yeah. is what we are. 
uh, in your 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 podcast, Straight Shot, uh, No Chaser, yeah. with uh, Teslin Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. Yes. Um, you know, I is it for? Do you pronounce your name Figaro, not uh, Figaro? Yeah, I say Figaro. Some okay, people say so, Figaro. It don't bother me. I don't give a shit about. I mean that. I, I think I get I get confused because sometimes I hear yeah. people calling you Figaro. Well, that's because I don't. And then I hear it. you saying. And yeah, then because I, hear I don't correct saying, it. it does, I'm not uh, caught up on that. Figaro. I, I answer to worse. Yeah. Okay. So Figaro so, is 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 is, yes. the, is how it's really pronounced. Mm-hmm. Louisiana. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Figaro. So in in doing that podcast, how liberating is that for you? Um, it gives me an opportunity. Um, I don't know. I've been the same. You know what I mean? I, I literally, I can go all the way back from second grade when I got my first bloody nose to the fourth grade to the fifth grade when I got suspended in the sixth grade. I've always been the one to raise my hand and say, you know what? This ain't really, whether it's the teacher, I've always been the bully's bully. This is truly who I am. Talk you know, about the bloody nose. How you get the bloody nose? I got nose? a bloody nose because I was standing up for Shantae Rowland. She was a twin, Shantae and Shamitra Rowland. And one was... Where was Shamika? Shamitra. Shamitra. Where, yeah, where was she? And Shantae. She, she should have been standing up for it. They didn't. It was literally <coughs> like in the second, third grade. One was really skinny. And okay. Ben sucked his thumb. And um, he would talk about how skinny she was every day. And <laughs> okay. I decided to talk about Ben sucking his thumb. Uh, Ben decided to give me a bloody nose. So, like, that's always been... Did you stop fighting when he hit you in the nose? You got to stop fighting when he hit you in the nose. No, you get a bloody nose, you keep it moving. I remember everybody got off the bus and ran. You know, that's, like, what it is. I've always... Like, literally, mm-hmm. I can talk about fifth grade and Kelly Ro- uh, Kelly Reynolds, my little white girlfriend who was getting bullied. You know, uh, I can talk about sixth grade. I got suspended in sixth grade. I told Miss Harris, hey, Miss Harris, it was a teacher. Somebody going to slap shit at you, Miss Harris, because you keep on snatching papers. And I got suspended for that for five days. You told s- the teacher somebody going to slap shit yeah, at you? Yeah, because she kept on s- snatching papers. <laughs> and I told Miss Harris one day somebody going to slap shit at Like, I've always been that one. I got in a lot of trouble that day, but I've always been the one that raised my hand and said, we ain't really with this. Even when Challenged. I was, yeah, yeah. even when Challenged. I was a cheerleader, you know, I, I, you know, it's it's commendable that that you would stand up for people who couldn't stand up for themselves, because uh, I was a bully all the way to like, I know he got something to say, <laughs> <laughs> but I was a bully all the way to like eighth grade, right? Yeah, and then something clicked. Come on, dog. and I started like. <laughs> I started like <laughs> bullying the bullies. Yeah, like people would like be. Fr- face ain't believing. It's, it's, it's people would people would befriend me, so that the bullies would stop bullying mm-hmm. them. They would come to me and and befriend me. Right. So that nobody would mess with them. Right. But I, I just got to that point to where like I, I just I, and I think that's why I'm so hard on this system because I know it's, yeah. full, it's full of bullies. It's, it's, that's exactly it. And that's why you do it with such ease. You know what I mean? It's I bully the bullies. And it wasn't because I was the toughest or, you know, could beat everybody up. I had courage. Right. It's all about courage at the end of the day. You get a fade, you get a fade. But you know what? Uh, I, some, I don't know. I don't know if it was necessarily courage for me. I think it, for me it was fear. It's fear of not living in peace. Fear of being left, you know, uh, of uh, fear of someone having control over me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the, it's the fear of like I when I was like growing up, I'm. 
probably was more like about 140 pounds, you know, when I was like ninth grade or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was routinely whooping 200 pound dudes. Mm -hmm. And everybody thought I was like, this man, Willie D, man, he, man, man Willie, get you, but he, he ain't scared of nobody. Mm -hmm. And they don't, they didn't understand. I was afraid. Yeah, well, I was, I was afraid of losing yeah. Yeah. And, and fighting big guys. I always was, I always feared somebody being they on. They said you got some hands, yeah. do you? They said you got some hands. I, I always feared somebody being on top of me, getting on yeah. top of me and getting the best of me. So I didn't want to lose the fight. Also, yeah. where I'm from in Fifth Ward, if you lose a fight, they're never going to let you live it down. Right, right. Like it could be five years later and say, man, let me borrow a dollar. I ain't got it. Yeah, that's why Robert whoop your ass. Right. You know it goes on and yeah, on and on. And it, that's how I see politics. Yeah. Like if I don't stand up and you know, you all tell me, man, you be going in and on the people just leave it alone. But that's my point. Like when I tell I don't clap back at everybody, but every now and then y'all got to know who y'all fucking with. Like that's important. And I, I don't, I understand respectfully what you're saying with fear, but me it's it's not. It's letting you know you can't do me like it. Like a lot of my colleagues, they make these videos over and do this shit on and on and on and on and on. Now, hey, motherfucker, you're going to have to come see me. Like, you can't just handle me any kind of way. Now, I probably don't do the things that they, you know, they maybe don't have a reason to make a video about me. But what I do know is you're not going to handle me any kind of like these. They got to know, like, don't play me like you do everybody else. I think that just comes with our different backgrounds. Don't play with you. There is a certain level of respect you know, that you have to have. I call it courage. You call it fear. Call it whatever you want to. But it's it's how I've always been. So I, I've never had an issue of being liberated. I've always mm. been free. I don't have the desire for a lot of things that people do. The money or the fame. That's great if, if it happens. If I wanted that, like I said, I would have pushed the music stuff. I would have pushed the rap thing. I would have whatever. Back in the day, I was fine as hell. So being fine with me and you always going to be straight. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's like... I didn't depend on that, but having a man, a provider or having somebody around the, that was, I've always been a hustler. I've been working since I was 13. I don't have a desire even now for material things. I'm not motiv motivated at all. I just want to take care of myself, take care of my family. So because of that, I don't, the things that people have a fear of losing, I don't, I know where I'm going when it's all said and done. I know it's, the goats are going to be divided up with the sheep. The sheep are about the shepherd's business. Mm. I'm totally comfortable like with who I am as a person. Mm. So the podcast opportunity to me is just another opportunity to get on the microphone. But I'll tell you, if I talked about sex all day long, I would get 10 times the amount of people that listen in. And you can talk about sex. I I've heard you talk about, about sex. sex. I love talking about well, sex. Why do you like I love about, sex. Why do you love it? Oh, you love sex. Yeah, I love it. What's a, what's a fair amount of times a day? Um, crazy, I guess if I mean I don't know yeah let's have that discussion because me no, and your age <laughs> she yeah I, okay. don't, I don't think you necessarily have to be a once a day or a couple times a week you know type person um, but I think sexual chemistry is important is the most important thing to me um, I was married 13 years and after that I had a boy from like 10 plus years I ain't never not had a man you got so kids? let's get that straight I have one child and I had you my C-section right, my C-section how, how old is she? hold on let's make sure we got what that what do that got to record. do with anything oh it though. got a lot to do with like it like what? C-section? yeah she couldn't handle the pain no I could handle the pain I welcome the pain really? it means that I. but C-section do got something to do with it because when I start talking about being well endowed men will say oh well yeah you must be stretched out or you must be this or I don't feel no walls and that type of shit so I like to make the point that I'm I had a C-section with one child means well, I that, wasn't that, stretched that, that, out that, that, 
Right. Oh my God. Well, well you're saying that. That's good. That. Exactly. You said that. Did you drop a? Uh, uh, said exactly. <laughs> a fifteen pound baby at your. It's gonna. It's gonna be. I'm just up. telling you what the men no. who don't have nothing say. It, it, I know it, that it goes it, back. It, it, it contracts. Right back. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like put that shit on your license. Like straight yeah. up. Let's get it straight up. And there's nothing wrong with average. Charlemagne hate. My, we were talking about this last week. He's anti well endowed men. And it's nothing wrong with being average at best. It's nothing wrong okay. with it. I just yeah. think it's not anti average. It's celebrating those who surpass the average. Right. In our community, should we not celebrate those who are smarter, are faster, <laughs> exceptionally well? Exceptionally well. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exceptionally that's well. That's all I'm saying. In doubt. Yeah. So that's my favorite conversation to have. Well, you, well, you know what? Uh, <laughs> and 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 where does it make you uncomfortable? Sex? Yeah. I'm the gangster love, baby. Oh, okay. Shit. Oh, like you know what? Are we talking about sex? Yeah, man? let's talk about. Don't sex. you want somebody to match your freaky though? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you got some shit going on absolutely. with you that's, that's and fucked show up. Me something Don't different. you want somebody to match that? Absolutely. I think that's what keeps your house quiet. You absolutely. Gotta, you a freaky motherfucking and and your 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 spouse is a freaky motherfucking and y'all do it. Like absolutely and there. exceeded. Like, like she walked by and yeah. she walked by you when y'all in a fucking. A restaurant or, or or a lounge or something. She put her panties in her in your hand and, and walk out. Match my fucking face. That ain't Absolutely. shit. That ain't shit. I thought you was gonna go. I you thought you was talking about really some freaky freaky type shit, man. Freaky deaky. Yeah. Absolutely. No, match that shit. No, you're yeah, absolutely match my right. Freaky, man. Yeah, absolutely. How far is too far on the freaky side? Uh, I don't think it's a such thing as too far. It it has to depend on your, you know, your significant other. With well, me, there I, is. No well, I don't know. Like, I think I don't. I don't want to be shit on. Well, yeah, I'll probably, I'm not yeah, even Yeah, you got it. I don't want to say it. You ask, it's got to be mean, some limits. No, no, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything should at least be considered. Some people like animals. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I would. Sir. I think that might be too far. No, that's, that's too, too far. far no, you you got to say what it is. You got to say what it is. That's why I ask how far it's too far. Because some people like, because, you know, somebody, some guy might be listening to this and shit and then he, like, he, he might meet you and you don't even know. Yeah. He's an admirer. Well, Y'all hook up. politics are Y'all hook up. Y'all hook up and, yeah. and and then you be like, what the hell is that goat yeah. doing in well, this bathroom? Well, politics is nasty as hell. Again, my book on Amazon, Kitty Slitter, <laughs> I talk about like when all the shit happened with Andrew Gillum and all that, that's like everyday. The, people in politics are the freakiest ever. Just yeah. like you think, you know, rappers and entertainers, that creative energy, you know, what makes a person creative, whether they're a politician, a pastor or a pimp, going back to what I said earlier, the nastiest people that you could ever imagine. Nasty as hell. Mm. Threesomes, get out, orgies, they do it all. Yeah. They do it all. What's uh what's a no no for you? Uh hair pulling, uh no. choking. No. Uh what if a dude like <laughs> grabs you by the neck and DDT? <laughs> Is it, he can, can he grab you by the neck and just be like, slam you? Yeah, if I it's think, inside um, you. I think a lot of women who y'all think quote unquote strong women. And I, I tell this to guys, you know, when we when I'm having I call it straight shot, you no know, chase after dark. Women like myself enjoy. See, we don't have problems. I think the misconception, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I'll speak for myself. The misconception is because um, I have a strong personality and I'm in charge on the outside that women like myself cannot be submissive on the inside. And that's totally not 
the case. There's something called the alpha submissive. When a woman really run her shit outside the household, she's looking to be dominated inside the household. If a oh, woman, shit. Yeah, I'm telling that's real because you're looking for a break. So I think the idea and why men are hesitant, I'm not even talking about me, just in general, women in my space are hesitant to approach. One, they think that we're extra, extra woke and not regular women, you know, that you can just approach. Number two, they're intimidated because they think what they see on social media is how I am at home. They don't understand it. It's the total opposite. You look to be submissive. You look to nurture. You look to cater because you run shit. Bosses that run shit don't need other jobs. You want to take time off. I'm looking forward to you telling me what to do and how to do and where to go and da da da. Because if you're assuring yourself, you know you're not gonna allow, you know, somebody to lead you to slaughter. It's the women who don't run shit outside the house that feel like they gotta run a man. And that is probably one of the big biggest misconceptions with the alpha submissive. There is such thing called alpha submissive. Oh, so you're an alpha woman, yeah, but I'm submissive. It's a difference. And I think men are hesitant with that with women in my space they think we got to run everything and that's not the case at all i don't talk about politics when first of all i've always well let me not put i'm legally single let's put it that way i think you're either married or you're single um but you look for men or at least me all the men i've dated have been what they would call probably toxic or too masculine or too whatever because you that energy balances um a person i like myself very well so you probably got a baby. I ain't never been with a weak, a weak man in my life. It doesn't even match up. Um, and that that's a big misconception. So we want the aggression in the household and particularly in the bedroom. So all of those things that you talk about, is it too far? There is no too far when it comes to me to pleasing a man. Yeah, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Teslin Figaro. Look, look, uh, where, where can people uh, find you? How can they get we just getting you? good in the sex conversation. I've been, you know what? We're going to we double back. too much Matter on fact, politics. Yeah, I'm going to come on your show much. and we're going to talk about sex. Yeah, like I really want to talk. I want to talk about. Really can talk I ask y'all me. this before we leave? Me and your age. Um, the answer is yes. I don't know if you want to <laughs> do yes with this one. Erectile dysfunction. Yes. Can we talk about that? Yes. Is it, is, are y'all yes. ashamed to use the pill? No. You're not ashamed? Okay. Because nothing's wrong <laughs> Willie, with are you ashamed? I would not be ashamed to use anything that could give me an edge. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Can I like, we embrace I like winning. Yeah. I like to win. Can we embrace Is there a certain amount of shame you think, though, honestly? With I don't me have no shame in my game. I, I like to win. Because young niggas be taking pills. Like, it give an extra turbo. Like, it give an extra... No, like, no, I, I like to win, period. Yeah. This, if, if I'm playing basketball in, in, in the hood... He can't play doing, basketball, and we're, doing, so. and we're doing a three-on-three... I'm picking the best players out there. I don't care if you tell me I'm, I got the advantage. I want the advantage. If I catch you in the club and you talking reckless to me and you're drunk, I'm going to beat the brakes off your ass <laughs> while you're drunk because I want the advantage. Okay. I always want the advantage. And you believe in that with sex and I as do well. Believe in so nothing's winning. wrong with I believe with in the winning. I believe in satisfying my woman. By any means necessary. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm glad to hear. I just want to put that on the record because I think a lot of y'all think that women look down on that and that's not it at all. Like, do whatever you feel like you have to do. Your testosterone goes down at a certain age. I don't think a woman with... really cares about what no, you did don't. to get there. We don't. As long as you get there. As long as you get there. As long as you get her there. Yeah. You know? Can you advocate for that when yeah. you want to talk about accountability and all yeah. that? Can you start talking about that shit? Like, I be think if I get into that, I need I need to figure out a way to get a check with that because that's a big business. That's a big industry. They ask. Hey, yeah. If you can yeah. make a man feel like a man till he get out of here, 
That's a big ass. It's a business. huge yeah, business. I remember Black and Fed was like, oh, we got a something that, you know, they drop different sponsors interested and they yeah. asked what I do one for ED. And I was Shit, like, absolutely, one for I'll be like a sponsor, like yeah, a spokesperson. I had kidney failure, so. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a I'm a heart advocate for erection er, erectile dysfunctional fucking meds because they got some cool shit out here. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm so yeah. glad to hear y'all say that. I would appreciate if you talk about that from every now and then because they need to hear that it's okay because some men really just don't understand. They just go in there with a limp biscuit and try and then just lay down. Yeah, and, are, and then are try to make it seem like it's oh, you. it's you. Yeah, or it must be the woman. I think, I think, I think that is totally. I, I think for a man to underperform during sex is a waste of a woman's time. And I don't think you deserve any if you underperform. Well, I think you should perform Willie, Willie, every single Willie, time. Willie, Willie, Yeah, Willie, every Willie, time. Willie. Yeah. You ain't never fucked up. I don't fuck up, but I'm cold-blooded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm cold with it. Walking out. I'm cold with it for real. And, do you and, think that, do and, you and, think that and, 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 and I'm going to say, and I'm, and I'm say this. When you made that statement about like the word on the streets or whatever, uh, I really had I actually dialed it back. I actually dialed it back because I thought about it. I say, (laughs) I really don't fuck with chicks that talk my business. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't really fuck with chicks that run their mouth like that. However, somebody could have got it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But but I'm but I'm saying that what I'm saying is that (laughs) what I'm I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that if Somebody was talking my business. I know for a fact I'm blue ribbon. Do That's you, guaranteed. You know what you me what? be saying all the blue time? Blue ribbon. <laughs> Do y'all know what That's y'all That's the highest award <laughs> you can get, baby can boy. Can I tell you another thing y'all yeah. be saying? I ain't never had no complaint. Do y'all realize women don't complain to y'all? Do y'all do realize that, don't you? Well, the women, I, I encourage any woman that I'm with to, to They don't to always do, though. I, I can know, tell you they don't. I'm, I'm sure that that, 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 that yeah, is... They don't want to hurt your feelings. Well, I'm sure that's possible or whatever. Yeah, but... Women, if, most women are not going to say. I'm, I'm sure that's way. possible, but yeah. if but if she's driving down the street and she's or she's on that plane and yeah. she just called me and I ain't calling her, she's called me out of blue and said, "Baby, you ain't have to do it like that." And woo woo and woo woo and smoke woo woo, and then hang up and get called right back. Yeah, I'm telling you, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you think you could probably. I, I, I mean, I'll true. give. A, I, I'll take think a, about it on I'll the flip side. Like I have a girlfriend, she was like, oh, well, he always called. I'm like, sometimes you just convince. It don't mean you that that you're really good. It just means, yeah, you know, you'll do. Right. You cool. You ain't all that. Right. And women sometimes think because you called her back that second or third time, oh, it must be good. And I'm like, not necessarily, mama. You just might just be convinced. If it's not that? good, I don't waste my time. But I'm saying decent. I don't fuck, Let's talk about I, oral sex I don't, then. I don't, like, fu- I don't fuck with decent. I don't, you got to be top notch. She, it's got to be worth my time. I'm a busy man. Well, I want to make sure women it's, understand it's, that that's yeah. you. Some yeah. some men will just deal with you. Well, is that true? Would just deal with you out of convenience. It's got to it's do. Gotta, you might be all right. It's got to be worth my. It's got to be worth my time. Well, we don't want women when, to when, think. Now, when I when I when I was younger, you know what I'm saying. I'm yeah. just, but yeah. now it's okay. like it's got to be worth my time. I got shit to do. Okay. For real. Shit. And, oh, and 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 y'all worth my time. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, Tess, uh, thank you for coming thank on the show. Thank you for allowing me and, to and, come and, and how can people reach out? Teslin Figaro. That's my name everywhere. Yeah. It's not changing. Instagram, yeah. Twitter. We got to get more people on Twitter. And, yeah. and, and the podcast, how Straight can they Shot, tune no in? Straight Shot, No Chaser on the Black Effect Podcast Network. There it is. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, good whispering. <laughs> thank you. Teslin Figaro. 
This episode was produced by A-King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 